What's up, everybody? It's Friday, and it's Shiro Show. I'm Shadow Dave, and this is Trainoko. How's it going, man? How's it doing? All right, just uh, hanging out, doing my hand wave, hand wave thing, doing the hand thing. I just realized that uh, that rhymes. Saturday, uh, Shiro Show, Saturn Dave, Trainoko. Now let's start the show. <laughs> let's start the show. I, I, so but, you've got a Snatcher shirt on, and I'm jealous. I, I do. I do have a Snatcher shirt on. Can I snatch that shirt from you? Let's <laughs> go no. on Yeti. It's for sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're going to have to send me a link. You said you, your sister, you got it as like a gift or something? Yeah, to... I told my sister, hey, give me the Snatcher shirt. And she That's did. awesome. Yeah, looks great. Yeah. It needs like a bullet hole That's in it cute. though, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I mean, I could add one, but I don't think uh, yeah, I no, think I'd be off that. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the shirt off when I add the bullet hole to it, just being honest. Uh, uh, Martin says that we look like we're on the same couch, which, uh, we are. that's, that's we're kind of the point. Now. No, we're not on the same point couch, but that is like the, the, uh, that's, we are. that's the goal. Our images in our webcams are pointed on the, the, an area that looks like a couch. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so we are on the couch, even though we're not on the couch, but we are on the couch, but we're not. I am. It's a theoretical... Theoretical thought experiments, something about Schrodinger's cat, Schrodinger's couch. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully things. this time works for more of you people out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think this is when it's going to be from now on. My work schedule was a little different last week, but moving forward, I think 2.30 works. Um, we got the sign. We got the stamp of approval from Knight of Dragon, who said that he's off work so he can like officially uh, be in the chat and stuff like that. Um, control us. But yeah, so um, for all you guys, we were, we were we were chatting up recently about the whole you know YouTube chasing the YouTube algorithm thing and like how streaming can like be detrimental to your channel and like it's ironic because that's pretty much what we do here. We pretty much almost in, uh, exclusively stream, you know. And then of course Pat uploads all the vods again. But I mean, streaming isn't going anywhere for us. We're going to be doing that with the Shiro Show. So you guys can certainly help us by. Um, subscribing and clicking the bell icon and then uh sharing the channel with your friends uh and then hopefully that way um we can just beat that youtube algorithm i thought that that was a good that was a good segue i like that yeah like well that. that's what that, i was that, thinking like i was thinking about it in the shower as i do this like a lot of something like so you know there's really nothing that we can do i mean as long as we continue to do shiro show we're going to be streaming it's just inev it's inevitable so you know what you guys can do to help out is just help us share uh on help social media and 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 you know click the bell icon so that you know when we're going live and everything like that and then you can also when you see it you can share it out with your friends or anybody you think who might like uh, sega saturn or or like us talking about sega saturny things <laughs> yeah and i think it helps that uh that we're doing it where we're we put the vods in another section and then we have the yes we have like little clips of the show so that way people can easily digest it and absolutely have eye catchers yeah and if they're and not interested daily if there's something they're not interested in or whatever then they don't have to you know watch everything but they can you know pick and choose what uh, stories they're interested in so totally agree um yeah and uh <laughs> I'm just reading some of these chats, some some of these uh, comments. Anyway, let's kick off Don't the news since we have. Wow, look at this. We have a lot of news to talk about. So I'll let you kick it off because this was your stream. 
My stream. This is my stream. You're right. No, you mean my <laughs> article. The article is is it's it's your article about your stream. So go ahead or your video, video. that you did. Yeah. Video. All right. We're gonna talk about D D Planet, which is a game that was actually a, 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 a I don't know exactly what it's called the the next version of or the spiritual successor of a, a Choo Choo Rocket, which is another online oriented game that was released on the Dreamcast right in the beginning of its lifestyle and its lifestyle and its lifespan. We can't lifestyle. really talk today, can we? No, I like it. <laughs> it's our lifestyle. Our lifestyle. Our lifestyle determines our death style. Quoting the worst album I've ever heard in my life. So God, what can you tell us about this game? Uh, so basically, uh, it is, I guess, I guess, uh, I, I consider it to be like worms more actively, but I think you consider it more like death tank and, uh, the tank games, I guess. Well, that's that, because that's of the big arrow it? that it looked like, and, and I'm not knowledgeable. I watched your video. I have not played this yet. So crucify me if you will, but, I <laughs> but, will. but I noticed that when you would press to, to launch, you would kind of build up power and there would be like an arrow above your head. Right? Yeah. That's just like yeah. Death Tank. That's just like death, the Death Tank games. And almost this game almost looked to me like a more like full realization of Death Tank. Yeah, it pretty much was in that style. So basically lots of... Uh, you run on the platform, you control the power of your missiles. And yeah. you have different abilities. Like you can do mines, bombs. You could do uh, remote detonations. So it, there's different game modes. There's two game modes where it's like the classic worms. You buy your weapons and then you have them have them have them uh on the side or it's something like a you choose your weapons and you battle it's two different game modes and it's uh originally it was it was stayed to be released in 2001 but uh due to some networking issues on sega side they uh couldn't get it working and due to it being the end of the lifespan anyways yeah i guess they decided to pull the plug on dd plant before it's even released which is a big sadness because it's it's completely done minus the uh minus the online features not working at all on it right but I mean, I mean, it even has like supported for like Dream Passport and and all this other stuff. They could have they could have embedded it in another game, right? Like as a just like they did Death Tank, you know, embedded it in another game to make it kind of like an unlockable feature or something like that. I suppose it would have been nice if they added like Choo Choo Rocket, like some of the ports that they had for that. But yeah, yeah. Sadly, that was never realized, and uh, yeah, I guess because it was mostly meant for like online play, like a quick online experience, they didn't really bother with it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a it's kind of a sadness, really, because I think it's a lot. It was a lot of fun playing. It has a lot of cute charm of it, and uh, the voices actually remind me of Ikaruga. If you listen to the things that had the mm -hmm. the voice samples, kind of remind me of Ikaruga a yeah. lot. But I don't know if maybe that's just a coincidence or well, it's technically Ikaruga. I think is no, no, that's by a different company. I was thinking uh, thinking Res, but. Uh, it has that same vocal, the same vocal robot. Exactly. And, uh, it's like a vocoder yeah, but, or something like that. But um, exactly. you know what? Uh, Martin is saying like the Dreamcast community wants to get this thing online. I imagine that they could, at least on the emulator side of things, like through online emulators and then like tunneling the the controller input or something like that. I'm not exactly sure how they would do it, but uh, it seems like it seems like that's something doable. Now on on the actual hardware probably be more involved but not impossible you know i always wonder though yeah. with those things like how much of it, it can you hack the image and how much of it do you really need to like be able to like recompile like decompile and then like recompile the actual game to be able to add that kind of functionality i think one of the big things is is it probably would have to take advantage of like action replay codes to switch the server destinations right or 
or just or just buy the domain and control control the servers yourself. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to uh, it's kind of hard to really differentiate what the and what you could do for that and mm -hmm. different approaches. But uh, I mean, it'd be kind of hard unless you know like the server side of it. It's almost going to be kind of impossible. But uh, I've seen crazier things before, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Dreamcasting is able to uh, to really get that going and get it uh, online. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, but major props to PC Wizard Thirteen who. Uh, Really, he, he, in his whole article that the Dreamcast Junkyard put up, they put up his struggle with it, like during COVID and trying to get the games from uh, another <laughs> another Japanese uh, a gamer and get the information from that. So it was difficult times trying to get all the information. And uh, mm -hmm. the only the only vi visual of that was the was in the Dreamcast vault for the longest time. But now we finally have the image ripped and we can play it. And it was probably the less ha the least hassle we've gotten from a dreamcast game in a little while yeah uh, no definitely, kidding <laughs> definitely no a lot kidding. easier than the uh, uh castlevania resurrection situation yeah and by the way slow boy yes uh martin evans who's also slow boy in our discord i i thought you know i was like 99 percent sure that that was you but i didn't want to like call call you slow boy if it if i was like wrong because i'm actually looking at my phone and the icons are like super tiny so anyway shouts to slow boy uh I I, uh, I acknowledge I know what your name I know what your name in our Discord is I just uh, was playing it safe, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but, uh, but yeah if you want to download the image it's it's fully available you can download it from uh, I think it's on Media I forget, it's you linked it right Mediafire or something yeah yeah you it's linked it in the article in the article so, uh, yeah you can go download that uh, follow PC Wizard on Twitter let them know that this is awesome that we got this game and. Uh, mm -hmm. Throw it on your uh, throw it on your uh, ODEs and play some DD Planet. Unfortunately, it doesn't have a CDI image yet, but uh, just give it some time. I think they're working on that. Yeah, it's small enough, so I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they were able to. Do you use CDI images? Then, because I usually use GDI normally. I use GDI, but it's for people that want to burn CDs. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, I've completely forgotten that side of things ever since I got a mode. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, but, we, yeah, uh, I we, hear we you. have evolved. Disc juggler. The yeah. wonderful world of disc juggler. Anyway, uh, next up, we're going to talk revolutionary girl Utena. I can't tell you how long Peter's been, like, plugging away at this game and, like, then working on the article and then doing school on top of that. It's just crazy. Like, Peter's doing university and he's hitting the books hard. So, like, his time has been incredibly limited, but he managed to play through this game and write up a fantastic, I might say, like, the definitive article on this game. You want to know something about this game? What, have you played it, Pat? Yeah, of course. I even have a, I even have a stream of it. Like the, yeah, you I think do. I did it about two years ago. A full, uh, it was a full Anime playthrough. Stream. I can't remember what ending I yeah. got with it. My but, yeah, God. It he went whole yeah. hog here. I uh, haven't had yeah. a chance to read his entire article, but I, I read I enough know. of it and it was like classic Peter, you know, uh, just incredibly thorough. So go ahead. What, what can you tell us about the game and about his article? All right. So uh, Revolution Girl Utena is basically a it's basically a game based off of the anime of the same name. And I guess. Extension manga. I thought I thought for the longest time this was a Clamp property, but apparently it's not Clamp. It was by a studio that kind of got inspiration from Clamp in some aspects. But uh, yeah, it's a 
I mean, it's a bit of a sadness, but Peter basically talks about in the article that, uh, that yeah, it's it's a, that uh, while the United States, we only got like uh, like a one-fifth of the library that Japan got. Mm-hmm. And this is a prime example of the stuff that we've missed, which is a dating sim. And basically, it's basically like a dating, dating I guess, a visual novel game where you don't play exactly you tend to play this this girl i can't remember what her name was or, or her affiliation i haven't watched the anime that much but uh you basically play as her and you go through the events it, it takes place between episodes eight and nine i think of the anime right so it's a short short period it's about four days about a four-day cycle where you uh you basically are in the school you meet, you meet up with utena and all the other characters and then you fight, and you struggle against this protagonist, which is a. She's not in the an- anime. She actually is a new character for the game called Chigushu Sanjoin. I can't Sanjoin. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember how to pronounce her name, but uh, mm-hmm. essentially, this game is technically non-canon, but it's in that event, in that events of Matt, of uh, Utena the anime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the anime follows Utena, which is who uh, she's the only girl that wears a male uniform in the. Uh, in, in the uh, in the academy, and it, it basically Utena is a a whole thing where it it, it crossed the, the the boundaries of sort of the norms, gender norms, uh, basically LGBT undertones and themes to it. Mm-hmm. So it's very it's very uh, progressive for its time, especially in the '90s where we got some pretty bad pretty bad uh, really LGBT representation and uh, stuff of that nature in anime, which is a bit sad at the time. So. Right. A lot of erasure stuff, but uh, this one's full full force, uh, full forces and pony punches, and it's a really good anime. I really enjoyed it from what I've watched of it. Mm. But uh, yeah, the game's the four cycles. You can get several different endings depending on your lo- loyalties that you have. So, depending on what, what loyalties you have built up, you'll get different endings or interact with different characters. Like one ending is that uh, that that Utena dies in the battle with Chigusa and the and the uh, the fen- her fencing club. Mm-hmm. There's, there's definitely definitely a couple different themes. Uh, it wasn't as popular in the United States, but it's still a pretty, it's still pretty heavily inspired and very famous a lot among uh, people that are big into anime. Mm-hmm. And it is Especially a dating, like full fledged dating sim as well as a RPG, right? Uh, yeah, in, in some natures, it's kind of weird. It's it's sort of like a, a, a semi dating sim. Oh, so semi. Okay. Hang out with people. It, it's kind of weird how to consider it. It's not like you go out and you marry people but there's definitely uh situations you can get into and you could probably see that in my live stream of it i did uh two years ago i believe the anime stream yeah that was already like 2018 maybe 2019 19 i was in in my new house so talk about who brought us who brought us this game uh via english translation um it was a small uh really a small translation team that uh I don't know. Peter didn't really mention much about them, or I couldn't find any info on them. But uh, around 2015, about five people sort of uh, went together and translated and patched this game. And th- that was the last. Uh, there was the first and the last patch in September 2015. Mm. Um, the only things that aren't translated is the names of the characters. So if you scroll down to uh, where they're talking about that, you can see like the journals aren't. Tra- some of the journals and the lyric books aren't translated, and some of the right. names of the characters are not translated because mostly because they're probably image files. Right. So that's really the only thing that wasn't translated per se. So, but it's a fully. Tra- it's pretty much fully translated. So if you want to play it, you can enjoy it and see the craziness of the the game because it can get pretty insane, for sure. 
I like Peter's yeah. uh, taglines. Tighten your bras, gamers. We're going in. Yeah. His headlines. Definitely. Yeah. Peter Peter is, is a wonder with words for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what you saying? Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's amazing what he did with this article. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he always gives his Shiro challenges, which I really like. Uh, so if it wasn't enough to just go play the game, you know, he'll always give you like um, some things that you might want to do in the game. You know, um, the game sounds even remotely interesting, fascinating. You might consider um, doing yourself a favor and watching the anime first. So that's like the first thing. Uh, both subbed or dubbed versions can be found on YouTube. And um, by doing that, you'll definitely immerse yourself and give yourself more context uh, when, when it comes to like playing the game. He, he mentioned that a couple times that watching the anime definitely enhanced his enjoyment of the game and his understanding of like all the characters and what's going on, you know, because if you're just jumping into this like as a import Japanese game, you have no idea. You're not like invested in these characters. It might just be a little harder to get going with it. Uh, whereas, yeah, if you, if you watch, like, like Pat said, watch the anime, um, you you can just like get right into it, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of cool stuff that comes with the game as well. Like if you buy it, so mm. multiple oh, endings. Yeah, exactly. So I was looking at that. I jumped ahead a little bit, but yeah, no, it's worth watching the anime. You don't exactly have to watch it, but it, you'd be less confused if you did. Cause when I did that playthrough in 19 or 18, I didn't know what was going on. So I was confused. So maybe if I watch the anime, I'd be like, Oh, I know these characters. I know what's going to happen. Right. Extra yeah. badges to collect aside from the initial ones. So, you know, some some to unlock. And then uh, once you've watched the anime, read the manga, sorry, manga, and play through the Saturn game, go out there and bring the world revolution. <laughs> Peter. Yes. He's classic, he's classic. classic sentimental. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so thank you, thank you, Peter, for writing this amazing article. I don't know how. Wow, it keeps going. <laughs> I don't know how you did this while you're doing, you know, university and everything else, you know. So it's just amazing. And you know, Peter has apologized that his output is not as much as it used to be, but you know that whenever he does anything, he does it all the way, you know. And so his articles are just. Certainly some of the best reading on online, um, not to mention, you know, Saturn related stuff. So go out and check out exactly. this article for sure. Yeah, and play the game. It's a lot of fun. And I think you'd really enjoy that. I really want to. I mean, I want to play some of these games so much, but I'm like, I really need to find a good chunk of time so that I can, you know, that's That's why you, I'm you can uh, you can beat that in about an hour or so it, that playthrough. I think I did two playthroughs of it. And you did you beat the entire thing in an hour, reading uh, all the dialogue. Yeah, well, not reading all of it, like 100%ing it, but I beat the game. Like I got the different two different endings, I believe. Okay, you must be like either really familiar with it or speed reading, because <laughs> like with me, I like take those things so slow. But so there's no like battling or anything like that. It's just mostly visual novel, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, now I, you know, even more reason to check it out. If it's, if it's like that and, and I could get through it in like an hour or two hours, um, then again, I might just go watch Pat's stream. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize you had finished it in that stream. So I might go check that out. Yeah. I think I need to change the title cause it's just part one. I guess I assumed I was playing more of it and I never changed the title back. So I'll have to go fix that. Oh, you know what? Before I do this, I need to, I got called out on forgetting 
<laughs> the the recent uh galactic attack versus darius gaiden uh poll that i put up you know i kind of forgot to talk about it last week so i apologize to folks who voted and then like we didn't end up talking about it but uh pretty much like pat and i kind of summed up when we talked about the original post was that uh we feel that galactic attack is overall a more solid game uh it is like the vertical shooter of the bunch and it does have like this sky to ground mechanic uh, with the targets, lock on targets, and it's a little easier, I think, than Darius Gaiden, which just kicks your butt, <laughs> you know. So um, that's the way most people felt. We had 65 votes and 55.4% favored Galactic Attack. So wasn't a landslide. It was close. So obviously there are feelings about this on both sides, but uh, it ended up going Galactic Attack both on Twitter and on Facebook. So. Wanted to wanted to just mention that before I move on to the next poll that we just had, uh, which was Gex versus Rayman. Yeah, they made the good choice on that one. Galactic Attack is way better. I agree. Uh, that that was my personal choice too. I I like Darius Gaiden, and I know Nick loves Darius games, but I do personally feel like Galactic Attack is like the better shooter and i mean you know those those are the two shooters that uh folks in in the u.s got like if they weren't importing those are the two that they got domestically uh, f- uh published by acclaim so good taito shooters i both you can't go wrong with either of them uh then we got gex and rayman did you say you didn't you haven't played either of these no i played i played rayman you played rayman but you haven't played gex right no okay and I, th- I really think you'd enjoy Gex. I do. I, you know, the platforming is solid. you got the wisecracks from Dana Gould. You've got uh, different levels, which have different themes, and you have to, like, collect these remotes, you know, to put them in the... V- and you, you save your game by putting finding these VHS tapes and putting them in the VCR. It's kind of fun, you know. I, I, I personally like Gex because I've gotten nostalgia for it, and I feel like it's the more fun game. But I do feel like Rayman is kind of, like, the correct answer. Uh, in terms of like what's what's universally accepted, I guess as as the answer, <laughs> and I mean mm. most people agree because ninety out of ninety five votes in just three days, you have like sixty one percent going with Rayman over. Uh, yeah, they made the right choice. Yeah, thirty eight point nine, like around forty percent. So it's like sixty forty. Most people favoring Rayman. I just and, think Rayman's. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. I think it's the most beautiful out of both of them. I. Yeah. I think Gex looks alright, but I think Rayman just. It just looks so beautiful and. It is beautiful. I mean, yeah. To be fair though, it might have even more development time because wasn't it supposed to be on the the SNES back in the day? And it was. Yeah. There. There was a. They. They really. I mean, and Rayman games are already like known for being multi-platform. You know, to an extensive degree. Like I, I mean, the Rayman Two was like on so many different platforms mm. but um but yeah no it, it it's definitely it is the game that ubisoft was built on you know it's kind of like the yeah it, the game that made them what they are whereas like crystal dynamics was doing a lot of weird stuff they did a lot of like full motion video stuff they did uh they did uh you know the slam and jam games they did a lot of different stuff and i mean not all of it was like the same quality um, but definitely Gex was kind of like their flagship game and, and almost, you know, they packed it, they packaged it at one point with 3DOs, you know, to sell the 3DO. So it was definitely a good game. Um, but yeah, I think most people will agree at the end of the day that Rayman is the better game, objectively better game. Uh, Gex is just my, my, it's just my favorite. You know, I, I like Gex a lot. 
Yeah, but you have bad taste, so I mean... But I have bad even taste. Bad. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm I, just joking. I, I really like the look of it from what I've seen gameplay of, so I think I'd, it'd probably be right up my alley, so I definitely want to try it. Mm-hmm. I think you'd enjoy uh, it. It's it's a solid platformer. There's really not anything bad I can say about it. I just can't. I guess I just can't argue that it's better, objectively better than uh, than Rayman. But but here here's the bigger thing. What's better, Gex 3D or Rayman 2? Gex 3D or Rayman 2? Uh, Rayman 2. Rayman 2 is phenomenal. Gex 3D is Enter the Gecko is fun. But it's forgettable, probably. It's, this is another one of those, like, fetch quest, uh, mm -hmm. you know? It's one of those, it's kind of one of those fetch quest uh, platformers where uh, I, I think Rayman 2 is just much more story to it and everything, you know? Um, but, uh -oh, um... Dragon's having a conflict. He doesn't like I'm saying SNES. SNES, okay. SNES, there's like 12 things. SNES, SNES, Super, Super Nintendo, Super NES... So the, the the second Nintendo console that was 16 bit yeah so it like that um but yeah you know I mean folks are entitled to their own pen opinion um I just personally would <laughs> if I if I'm pulling it off the shelf I'm gonna play Gex more uh more than I would Rayman um I don't I even remember gonna, I thought you were gonna say that uh so people can have their personal opinions but uh but Gex is objectively <laughs> better yeah, well, also, wrong, well, also, I don't know if Rayman has saves, and I know Gex has saves. At least on the 3DO, it does. Mm. On the on the Saturn, I think they ditched the saves for a password system, which kind of sucks. I don't know why they do that when they have saves. They take it. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, but either way, you know, they're both great games, and um, it run it, it it looks better on the 3DO because the color it, the colors are better. Uh, but it runs better on the Saturn because the because the frame rate is better. So and the and you have the Saturn D pad. So uh, anyway, so moving on to Zeno Crisis. Um, I'm going to let you take this one, actually. I'm going to let you talk about it for a second, and I just have to pop out for a second so I can go deal with something <laughs> that's going uh -oh. on in the background. Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Stuff's on fire. Dave has to put it out. Just just start uh -oh. talking, and I will be right back in this chair. All right? So we've got Zeno, right. Zeno Crisis here. Zeno Crisis. Zeno Crisis. Sorry. Zeno. All right. I'm going to... I'll be right back. All right. You go do that. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to, so I can cut him. Well, not cut him out. Like, okay, okay, he's gone now. So now article time. All right. So why don't we talk about Xeno Crisis, which is a really a independent game by Bitmap Bureau. Uh, it originally was meant. For, I think it was meant for the Neo Geo only and PC, but then they did a port for Dreamcast and uh, and Genesis, and. Uh, Apparently, somebody liked it so much they decided to port it on the Sega Saturn. So essentially, a an, an anonymous Sega Extreme user that that uh, wanted to really wanted to, wanted to remain anonymous uh, put together a one one level port of Xeno Crisis on the Sega Saturn, like a homebrew port. Uh, none of this was official. This was all basically uh, basically his doing. There's no uh, really no support from Bitmap Bureau. It's something he wanted to do for fun because he enjoyed oh. it. Cool. Uh, uh, basically, most of the sprites and sound effects have been implemented to a point. There's still a few sound effects that are missing in en enemies, but it's mostly a proof of concept. Uh, there's no boss, so at the end of it, you just get soft locked in a room, so you kind of get stuck. But uh, yeah, it's really fun. Uh, apparently, people said I'm bad at the game, which is true because I'm pretty awful at uh, 
at at that sort of type of game. The uh, but the to be fair, TV. but to be fair on to defend Pat though, like this game would be a lot easier with dual sticks, you know. And and instead they're using like they're using like the A B and then X Y buttons, right? To shoot up, down, left, right. Mm. Uh, am I not right? Like that's how they were doing it. And yeah, uh, they, they were, but uh, to be fair though, this was a proof of concept demo, so yeah. I didn't really fault them for. Like, like it's hard to, it's it's hard to like the thing is that I could give it criticism for the snap, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I mean at the end of the day, it's a proof of concept. But it was a great one. Like the port was amazing. It was a lot of fun, and literally I I enjoyed it so much. I felt and I felt guilty that I went out and bought. A Xeno Crisis on the Dreamcast and have yeah. been playing it ever since. Yeah, but and, and all I'm saying is I'm defending you for not playing it well on the Saturn because yeah. I found it kind of weird too. Like I've played it on the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast buttons, uh, the 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 colored buttons, you have like an up, a down, and a left and a right, like a proper up, down, left, right, so that it feels a lot more natural. Whereas um, on the on the Saturn, the way it's mapped out, they're not really cardinal directions. It's like a box. It's like a square box. And I yeah. thought, okay, if they did Y on top and then they did B for down and then A for left and C for right, that probably would have made more sense. But again, like you said, just a proof of concept. It's a demo, so it's not like, you know, a big deal. Anyway, I didn't think you were that bad at it, actually. I saw your video and I thought you did fine, so... Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the proof... The thing was just I wanted to look around and search <laughs> the area. I didn't really meant to be expert gameplay this wasn't a speed run of the game mm. even though technically it is the fastest somebody's played the game for mm -hmm. that system so i am the speed run champion for <laughs> it for the time being until another port comes along and people play it some more and then they'll beat me at it but right. uh, the thing is is that it's just a a fun little fun little demo that uh was really well designed and i really hope they reach out and it was using the joe engine as well so i mean that's amazing and mm. it's and in and in itself so I would recommend that if people have the time, def or if they can find it, definitely try it out if they can. I know they, they want to keep it sort of hush-hush because -hush I, I guess they don't want to step on Bitmap Bureau's toes. But yeah, I kind of think that I, I like the idea of them seeing it. Maybe they get intrigued by it. Maybe have him do the rest of the game or yeah. hire him on to do that. Or, or maybe even implement that themselves and see there's an audience in demand for that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of – it was a really fun game, and I really enjoyed the uh, – I really enjoyed the gameplay of it to the point where I actually bought it. So, uh, sadly, yeah, we can't, yeah. like you said, we can't share it out just because that could affect their sales, Bitmap Bureau. But, uh, but I mean, it might have been shared in the Sega Extreme Discord. I don't know. I'm not saying that it was or anything like that, but maybe just use the search function or something like that. Yeah, no, like, like but, but in serious note, I definitely think if you really are going to search out to play it, yeah. definitely kick, uh, get the dreamcast version or whatever version yeah. you prefer on a uh, bitmap bureau on the mm -hmm. website the the link to buy it is in the article uh it's 15 15 pounds so about 20 bucks for the iso of it so if Worth you want to yeah if you want to burn the disc or put it on a g uh, a gdi or sorry a ode you can mm -hmm. do that i yeah. bought the physical edition because i'm crazy like that but yeah, definitely kick them some money it's it's 20 bucks for it's such a fun game so yeah i mean why not and, By and the way, great company. Yeah, the music on the Dreamcast and Saturn version just is awesome. Like, I mean, I love the mm -hmm. I love this the the Genesis or Mega Drive chip tunes, you know, versions of it, um, and yeah. even the AES. You know, they, I've seen the Neo Geo port kind of being worked on and stuff. But I mean, like, nothing beats like the Dreamcast or even the Sat. Like the way that it, the audio came over on the Saturn is awesome. So it, it's yeah. it's really really awesome music.
And uh, you know what? I wanted to acknowledge or speak to what uh, Slowboy was saying about Sega giving away Nights into Dreams. Um, yeah, uh, they do that periodically, it seems, like on Steam. Uh, so they're, so I think on Steam, they're giving away Nights into Dreams for a limited time. You guys should get on that. And then over on Epic Games, they're giving away Sonic Mania for free uh, until like June 29th, I think. So, um, Sonic Mania and that other game that's kind of like uh, Outrun. Uh, what's the? I, I'm, I can't remember the the name of the title, but it's like a Hot three. Shot Racing. Hot Shot Racing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can pick between one of those uh, for for a free game from Epic. Uh, so, if you have an Epic Games account, or if you don't, you can you can open one. Um, I think they're trying to like compete with each other a little bit. Uh, you know, Steam and Epic, because they're both trying to give yeah. away like S- Sega properties. You know. Yeah, I, th- I think it's really good though. But if you want to, if you want to play one of those and you haven't picked up Knights, definitely recommend it. I don't, I, I don't know how well the place the PC port plays versus the the Saturn one at all. But mm-hmm. from what I've understood, it's pretty decent, pretty good. It's decent. Um, I guess my my thoughts and again, I haven't played it for a while, so maybe like the new Steam version could have worked this out. But it seems like, um, it seems like when you are using the analog controller and even though you're doing smooth circles with the either the xbox 360 controller or like the xbox one controller um knights still moves almost like in cardinal cardinal directions like it's a little boxy you know instead of doing like a perfect circle uh, for a paraloop he does kind of like a square circle paraloop and it's really uh, it's really um you know, it messes up with your timing and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know why, but but Knights with the original 3D analog controller, there's nothing more fluid and one-to-one feeling than that. Uh, using that analog controller, it just feels like a one-to-one. Uh, and nothing like it that I've ever played. And I've played a lot of Knights like on different platforms. But anyway, I still think it's worth picking up so you have it. It's free. So everybody should go get it. You can't beat free. Yeah, uh, Trekkie says they also screwed up the frame rate. Sorry for clipping my mic there. <laughs> I said, yeah, but uh, yeah, you can't beat free, though, so you might as well just add it to your Steam library so you have it because it's, you know, then they put it in the vault and the, it'll probably be in the couple years until they offer it for free again. Um, next, th- a lot of these articles are stuff you wrote, so um, yeah, I'm just going to let you roll on this next one about the Soccer Wars uh, 2 patch. 2.0 the soccer wars i like soccer <laughs> soccer the soccer wars, wars. and all the wars soccer moms came out and and warred against each other no just kidding down all right so uh instead of as we're really uh coming from the 2019 mega release of the soccer wars uh first patch that uh we even did a video on back in 19 uh the team have finally released the patch 2.0 or which is known as the final version of the patch from soccer wars so uh noah steam posted a couple days ago that the final patch for it uh basically they basically they just had made a little trailer on there of the update for everything so you could check that out on his page uh some of the changes that they made include uh better lip syncing uh fixing some sprites and, and gl- gl- fixing sprite glitches new battle maps uh script script uh, polishing uh translation of the menus in theater mode koi koi tournament patched uh, fix the colors in the loading screen for battles and many, many, many more fixes that really make the game pristine. So uh, this is going to be apparently the final patch. So wink, wink, Dave, wink, wink. Oh, right, right. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, you know. Uh, I know we were waiting on that. Uh, 
Yeah. We're still waiting on the final patch for Grandia though, but I think uh, a lot of these a lot of these patches are sort of starting to uh sort Just, of roll out and, and finalize. Yeah, they're wrapping up for sure. Yeah, and I wanna definitely get take a moment to give the team a big thank you for putting this game together. Yeah, final. It's final until they find glitches, so but mm -hmm. I mean it's uh I mean it's sort of the, the finalized version of it unless they find something major, I suppose. Yeah. But uh Essentially, uh, I just want to thank the entire team that worked on it. We have talked to them in the past and done a podcast episode on it, and of course our video down in the the article itself that we talked about the release of it back uh, back in nineteen. I remember that was that was a crazy release because we got notification what a week before or a couple days. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, this is dropping. Here's the thing: I I captured the footage, and I stayed up all night because I had I was going to a a Christmas party for that entire weekend. So I edited like the the night and I stayed up like for 20 hours editing it. You did a and, great job on that video too. And yeah. uh man, 2019 was like like Sam said it was like the year of Saturn. That was really the year. That was really a big year for Saturn. That's when a lot of community projects got kicked off. Um 2018 was exciting too. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going to happen, but yeah, 2019 is when a lot of stuff started happening and just, you know, ever since then it's just been, you know, giant snowball. <laughs> but uh Exactly. We've gotten so many translations in these last couple of years, especially 2020 for obvious reasons, but uh but yeah, yeah I'm I'm definitely happy the year the Saturn happened in 2019 and not uh not the year after that. Yeah, absolutely. Even though there's still a lot that came out in 2020, and we really thank everybody that works so hard on that, and stuff that's still coming out in 2021. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about 2020, though, was that uh, a lot of folks had time to do stuff, time to work on projects, or they were just home, you know, so they could, uh, you know, pretend like they were working when they were really actually <laughs> working on Saturn projects. But, exactly. uh, you know, their boss doesn't know. <laughs> they don't know what, what what they don't know won't hurt them. But but anyway, we got to, uh, we we got Soccer Wars columns out of it. Right. Right. Am I yeah, right or am I right, Derek? No. We, we got Taxi 2 and Soccer Columns. That's right, yeah. And we got, uh, God, we got so many other things, like the Valhalla game. We got the Vandal Hearts game. We got, like, we, a ton we got of the, stuff. The, we got the uh, the Lunar Silver Star story. Uh, not only the sub-patch, but the dub-patch as well. And the... Uh, <laughs> And the uh, the uh, was the the the, v, the VCD card version of it mm -hmm. as well. So we got a a ton last year. It there's was that a metric uh, ton. There's that gar that garbage truck just making a ton of noise. Yeah, 2020, uh, 2021, Hopefully, that's going to be the year of bulk slash and the year of death mask and the year of uh, I don't know whatever have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, de definitely, uh, you know, I know it's not translation related, but there's, it's gonna be the, it's the year of cotton this year for sure. Yeah, like there's like cotton where in three games. Yeah, I no did, I did bring it up like, uh, I'm gonna write an article about it and we'll talk about it more in depth. But uh, getting a new cotton game and we got the, the Saturn, uh, the Saturn ports and then of course the reboots. Yeah, so I'm very excited that we're getting lots of Saturn. I remember that you posted about that in 19 or something. Yes, I was getting, like oil change, and I saw that. It was it was a it was a team meeting or something like that, and it literally was just a tiny little card on a on a whiteboard that uh, within the company that somebody like snapped a shot and put it up on their Twitter, and folks went crazy. They were like, "What? They're they're gonna do a new cotton pro project?" And then yeah, you know now 
finally, you know, we're, we're starting to hear about it. We're seeing pictures. Hopefully, hopefully they, you know, I'm hoping they clean it up a little bit. Hope, hope they work on it a little bit more. I admit that in still shots, it kind of, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say the jury's out on it, but you know, I'm just hoping like that they spruce up the artwork and that it looks good in motion. As long as it looks good in motion and, it play, and the gameplay is solid, I think yeah. nobody's going to be upset. But that's one of those things, you know, the art, even with like Panzer Dragoon uh, remake and stuff like that, artwork is often, you know, the spirit of the game, you know, especially with a game like like Cotton, where it's just so intrinsic to the game, like it, it's mm-hmm. identity, the art style, the hand drawn stuff. It's hard to do when you when you convert it to 3D, but um, you know that's the challenge. You know, hopefully that they can distill that essence, you know, and still have it be reminiscent of the original. Yeah. And while oh, we're talking Medrate, about, oh, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Medrate, he reminded me, Cotton Two also came out last year. I completely forgot about that that translation. That's true. Well, uh, yeah, it's hard to think about all of them when you're on the spot because a lot of them did. Uh, come out but you know I just wanted to say while we're still talking about translations that even though I don't have an update article for folks on death mask I do just want to give huge shouts to to K a murder of crows again and to Knight of dragon who I see just uh, and and shadow mask as well who joined yeah he joined the project like two weeks ago and he's just been working feverishly editing videos uh, dehissing audio <laughs> they've been building new images Knight of dragon has been uh, working on his patcher and uploading a bait new betas on that it's just like those guys are working really hard and I know Knight of dragon is probably is like oh I don't deserve any of the you know but you know he totally does and you you guys are all awesome and thank you so much for taking that project seriously but not only that just like running with it and really making it a reality like i couldn't believe that you guys how quick you guys were uh you know with that project and and it's really coming together uh they're doing a lot of cool stuff i was reading the change log uh, just on uh, the things that they're testing out, they're building some experimental builds to try to, you know, see if they can make it the best game that they possibly can. And that's, you know, Kay, he he's certainly is like a perfectionist. <laughs> I know he would uh, he would admit to that. And so, you know, he won't stop until it's just like as good as it possibly can be. So thank you guys yeah. for that. Yeah, thank you very much. I wish I could talk more about the project I'm working on, but it's still kind of hush hush for now yeah so i don't i don't want to get into it but i'm really proud of it and the people that are working on it and i'm excited to see see what see it come to fruition and i can talk more about it but for now it's going to be yes um but i'm excited too about that as well so as soon as you're able to say something i'm sure you'll write a nice article for the website so that we can uh so that you can drop it on the world oh boy i certainly will um and yes patcher is done nice yeah so so knight of dragon uh and he put that up i guess on sega extreme and it's available in the is that available just on sega extreme or is it in like the patch uh channel on discord i don't know anyway you guys can find it just go to go to knight of dragons uh his uh page on sega extreme and then just look at all of his projects and you can see it there um awesome awesome it just gets better and better discord directly he likes that yeah he's like probably one of the most like available like yeah he likes it when people around. message them him especially if they advertise stuff so oh yeah yeah do that be sure if you're if you're spamming if you're advertising something be sure to at night of dragon you know so that he knows Every about it because he doesn't want to miss that stuff he yeah want, he, he wants to he loves being into the scene he wants to keep abreast of all of the the most uh 
juicy topics anyway okay so exactly next um and i'm totally kidding about that last part do not you'll get your head ripped off <laughs> fenrir ode to stream games over wi-fi i think this was kind of like obvious we knew this was coming i mean how could it not I mean, it still hit me like a truck though it still hits you like a truck because it's incredibly exciting this is what i want out of like every ode this is literally this is literally what i want i just want to be able to download games to my network storage and just and and i'll keep them i have like terabytes so i'll just have them unzipped you know on my network storage and just be able to stream stuff from there just like i would movies you know with with plex or whatever you know so it's so awesome that um that this is you know the esp32 uh is super powerful a super powerful microcontroller it's got that onboard wi-fi module and it's really just been a matter of time for him to update the firmware and get that working you know so not only do developers have the ability to just shoot code over to uh the the darn thing to test builds you know just like that um which is going to be a huge quality of life improvement for developers um but then you've also got the ability now to stream games you know so i mean i can't imagine how how uh useful that's going to be so incredibly incredibly useful yeah and even i was thinking like okay on on one on one hand the the thought was that you would from your computer over Wi-Fi you would you would shoot new code to the SD card right, but now mm-hmm. it's like you might not even have to do that you might just have like you might just have a build in a in a place on your hard drive and you just you just fire up the the Saturn and you stream it from there you know so it's like you don't even have to send the updates so I don't know anyway it's going to be super That's useful cool. yeah like I mean I mean I imagine a situation where you can just uh. Like the like the Wii, we just have a network store. It's like put on a NAS. Yes, and that's... just like have an entire Saturn directory with, like on your hard drive, it's like hundreds of gigabytes, and just uh yeah, shoot it directly to the Saturn over the net- network. It takes a little bit to load, probably, but I mean, I mean that's that's this, still amazing. I so hope I'm gonna play case. this video just so you guys can see. So there's the boot up. No SD card. The classic magician trick and sega screen and then capcom logo or the video intro i mean it's pretty fast it's pretty fast it's not it's there's not enough memory i would imagine that that it's loading the game on it's actually streaming data um but like i said that esp32 is so powerful it's able to it's able to help control that process uh and help handle the that data stream so um pretty cool Pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I'm I'm really excited for it. Why did they hide his message? Uh, but I'm really excited for that because I think something like that would be super useful. And like I said, it, it, it's reminiscent of the Xbox and the. I think you did that with the Wii, right? Have the, yeah, have like network? some some emulators. Uh, not the not the you know not the Wii. Sh- uh, one of my not the virtual console, okay? But like some of the aftermarket emulators for Wii that you can get on the Wii Brew channel or whatever. A lot of those aftermarket emulators, especially the SNES 9X, um, has support for SMB share. You know, so you can literally just map out where you want it to grab all the ROMs from, and you can keep them zipped too, and it will boot up. You know, all the ROMs over the network. So, like that's how I was playing 
that's how I've been playing quite a few of the different like emulators on the Wii. And then of course the same thing goes for, I think Wii U had the same deal. I just don't have a Wii U right now anymore. So unfortunately, but Doing yourself a favor. yeah, well, don't say that in front of Cameron. Cause he's like a huge <laughs> Cameron Graziano is like a huge Wii U fan. I know. But, um, and I think, uh, actually, I think K, uh, a murder of crows is a big Wii U fan too, but I don't hold the that Wii against called stuff. I mean, I, I'm kind of, I kind of hypocritical because I have my Wii set up on uh, my Wii U set up in the living room, mm -hmm. but mostly so I can play Wii games in mm -hmm. HD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's just something that is, it makes life so much easier and, um, you know, it, it, that's, that's what I would like to do instead of having to like constantly pull the SD card out. In fact, with the satiator. I'm we're you know we're using Satiator to constantly test out stuff and do stuff for the Shiro show. So my main the main drag and my and my main you know I'm apprehensive about the fact that my putting in and pulling out the SD card so many times to be able to write new information to it is going to wear out not only the spring but it's also going to just wear out the contacts and I I must say I'm a little concerned about that but it can't be avoided because of what we do. Like we're always testing new stuff and every new zero show, we've got something new that we're trying to stream or trying to show off. So um, it just is what it is. If I wear out my satiator, it won't be the first problem I have with my satiator. <laughs> Are you worried though. about the, the connection between the Saturn to the, the satiator to the Saturn or the, or the SD card to the satiator? So right now I'm not, I'm not touching the satiator itself. Um, I, I know you mentioned you were worried about that as well, just because they didn't taper the edge connector, but no, yeah. I've left it where it is. I'm more concerned about just putting in and pulling out the SD card so many times that I'm going to either wear out the contacts or wear out the spring mechanism that's that's there to like help eject it, you know? Um, well, what you could do is you could just pull out the, the micro SD card slide in there. But I'm like reaching back behind... I have it in a set. I have my Saturn in a setup where I can't actually see the back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just like reaching my hand back there and like pushing it to eject and I pull it out and, you know, do what I have to do and then pop it back on. But anyway, yeah, no, I mean this, this Wi-Fi thing is just really making me want a Fenrir. No joke. Not, to, not to I mention, I'm going to get a hold of it eventually. You should. I would love it if you did and did like a, like a real in-depth uh, review of it because then I mean then we could we we could even do like a shootout you know because you you don't all of them you you have a Rhea you have a mode you have the the satiator you'd, you'd have the Fenrir and then you really could do like a four-way shootout um, that would that would be a cool article I don't think anybody's actually done that like four-way comparison yeah I think the biggest the biggest uh, issue I have right now is I don't own another Saturn to put a a, a, uh, a Fenrir in, so maybe I might oh. hit up Peter and see if I could borrow. Oh yeah, I could borrow one or buy one off of him so I can test it because I kind of. He'd probably actually, be like, maybe two. as long as you leave it in there, <laughs> I leave it in there when you give it back. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of, I kind of like if I had two more, I think it'd be perfect because I'd have each of them ready to go. I'd have one with the mode in it, one with a Fenrir in it, one with a Satiator in the disc drive, and one with the the Rhea. Of course, I wouldn't have a Phoebe, but it's the same thing, I guess. So I'm not mm -hmm. really too concerned of my my testing. You know, Shadow Mask is saying he uses the USB port on the Satiator, and even though it's slow, what is that like USB one speed or <laughs> I don't know. But he says it's slow, but it works. And now I'm actually thinking, why don't I do that? I I could just leave a USB cable kind of like plugged in there. I'd tape it down so there's no like I would tape it down somewhere so that there's no pressure being 
put yeah. on the port, but then I can just have it streaming down to my laptop and just... That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I didn't even think to do that. Just get a, just get a long micro SD port. Shadow Mask, long um, micro SD card. let me know what the speed on that is. I mean, you said it was not that fast, but... Uh, or no, no, he, he straight up says it's slow. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> let me know what the speed is, though. Uh, anyway... Yeah, yeah, we've got a little bit of time. I think we should just wrap and get over into the game stream. But yeah, so exciting. Oh, oh, you know what? I forgot to revise this article and let uh, folks know that. Um, let me click on his. Let me click on Sed's uh, thing. He just announced that um, the uh, the 21 pin would be back in stock like next week, I think. And then it's like, I imagine it's going to be out of stock really quick. So for folks that didn't get the first batch, uh, it will be available Saturday, 26th of June at 1900 Paris That's time. 11 o'clock. <laughs> he said 1900 pa Paris time. Okay. Sunday, the 27th June. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So if you're wanting a, a 21 pin Fenrir, it'll be available uh, on Saturday the 26th tomorrow. So yeah, keep an eye out and grab one while you can because I imagine they'll probably go out of stock and then it'll be a little while until uh, he's able to. But hey, you know, that's awesome. At least, you know, we're getting, they're getting restocked, you know, pretty pretty frequently. And uh, the same, same for Satiator too. I know they were out for a while, but you know, he was able to restock fairly quickly and everybody was able to get one. Isn't, isn't it crazy how, we, how far we come to where we're fighting over fighting over the Rhea and the the phoebe and now we can just easily get yeah now we're now we have to decide which one we want to go with you know that's the thing it used to be like you'd take whatever you could get now, now it's like which one do i which one do i go with and i mean even a lot can be said for the 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 Rhea and the phoebe still you know that they are rock solid in compatibility and uh lots of folks still using those so you know, i know i know uh k is still using his quite extensively so yeah, I still use mine too. It's it's in my kiosk now, so it has a new little home for all the all the times I want to have some party games or people come over. Yeah, for me it wasn't to be. I I tried getting one. I, uh, no, I, you know what? I had an opportunity and I passed on it. It was the same time you got yours. I had an opportunity mm -hmm. and I just didn't have the cash. And it's like a month later, I had the cash and not the opportunity. And then after that, I, I kept looking and I just never. I never synced up to the time when they when they were available so you know it wasn't to be you know and then i got the mode and then i got the satiator and and now i want a fenrir <laughs> because of the wi-fi module yeah and the cool thing a lot of people don't realize is that with the fenrir there's no all it is is an up as an update it's not yes. like you have to buy a new revision all you have to do is even if you have the older ones just uh update it and it's good to go so the 20 the old 20 pins still had that microcontroller on there the the revised ones I believe so. Yeah, it was there. It's like it was there from the beginning. He he always kind of planned on implementing, and it was really just a matter of writing the code and getting it all working uh, to actually implement. Because because that that microcontroller has built-in Bluetooth and Wi-Fi actually. So I mean, he could even implement Bluetooth in in a future update. So um, there's a there's a lot going for it actually. Um, I can even click on it here. This is. Uh, this is the site we can read up more on the ESP32, uh, and it's kind of funny. We we always considered it. Uh, we always considered it to be the 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 smallest and the most the most uh, really under under underused and sort of like the smaller ODE. But now it's mm -hmm. like up there with the mode. Like I'd have to say if I had to pick 
mode over Fenrir, I'd probably have to go with the Fenrir. For Saturn? For sure. Yeah. Now, no question. I mean, and I think that's the thing is you just don't really need it to be that big. I think it's that big. I think mode is that big because they wanted it to just kind of clamp down into the Dreamcast. To me, just mode just seems like it was really designed for Dreamcast number one primarily. And then Saturn is like it can do it. And I mean, it still works. It fits in there pretty nice and, and still works. But it just seems like it was meant for meant for uh, for the Dreamcast. You know, the way that the way that the connector is just soldered there on the board and you just plug it in. It's so simple. Um, the mode was really yeah. made for the Dreamcast. And then this right here is super, super easy uh, to use for the Saturn. So um, it's probably the same amount of, uh, you know, if you could install a mode, you could install a Fenrir for sure, you know? Yeah, it's fairly simple. It's it's very easy to do. And I really I really like it. I think the only caveat is that the Fenrir uses microSD only compared to the mode that uses the the SSD, but with the Wi-Fi module, I don't think it's going to matter anymore. Right, right. And I mean, honestly, yeah. regular SD is is kind of going to disappear, you know, over the next few years. Micro SD just because so devices, especially IoT devices and everything, are just getting smaller and smaller. And so, you know, Apple kind of leads the way there, you know, getting rid of ports and trying to, like, slim things down. It just doesn't seem like many laptops and many devices will have, like, full-size SD card slots because it's even hard to find high capacity SD cards that aren't just like micro SD cards in a shell, you know? So that's, that's the thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a sadness really, but it's not that sad. I mean, it's not like boohoo sad. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe yeah. it's not that much sadness, I guess, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I do. I do think it's nice to have a big S have a big terabyte hard drive. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think the future is going to be having a big terabyte hard drive in your mm -hmm. computer and just shooting it over to your Saturn. Yeah. I mean, uh, frankly, I only have a one terabyte hard drive in my mode for my Dreamcast, and I haven't even... I have every game that I want to play in there, and I haven't scratched mm -hmm. the surface of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't put a dent. Yeah, I think I have about 300 gigs left in it, like yeah. all the games I want to play on there, so yeah. I have plenty of room for more for more indie games so that's mostly what it's for and yeah that's really all i'm adding to it is more the indie games i'm buying so and you got all the thomas wave built. stuff on there yep all the thomas wave all the uh all the uh the indie games i buy so yeah. like uh like i know i have battle crust on there i have the have a uh, pure solar i have uh uh the the was it stormwind stormwind, yeah, stormwind. Mm -hmm. And uh, and of course now Xeno Xeno Cider and Xeno Crisis. So nice. Yeah, I would recommend picking those up if you haven't. But yeah, the Fenrir is better than ever, and I think uh, I think if you have been sleeping on it, I think maybe it's about time that you uh, mm -hmm. woke up and picked one up because right now I think it's the cheapest and the most innovative one out there at this moment. And the compatibility I've heard uh, from. Everyone who counts in my book, all the guys that are like into it develop on the developer side swear by it. They say compatibility is high. It's always getting better. He's constantly, you know, issuing new firmware updates. He's on top of it. You know, he's on top of restocking and he's on top of the firmware updates. And I mean, with this, it just, you know, so it just proves that you can have, you have peace of mind knowing that you're, you're going to be covered, you know, you're not going to be stuck with a device that, uh, you know that that uh, ceases to to have compatibility or ceases to have support um, but the the one thing is you know be sure to grab one now and hopefully you know don't be going on any kind of you know foreign 
uh, Eastern website to try to get one that's like a, uh, you know, uh, clone or something. I'm, I'm really against that. I'm really against them, you know, people out there just stealing board designs, you know, because they get a hold of it for one reason or another. Maybe they're a parts supplier or something like that. They get a, they get a hold of the blueprint, uh, or not blueprint. The, uh, they get a hold of the board, um, and I'm not, I'm not, I can't think of the word right now, but anyway, yeah. So they get a hold of it and then they make a clone and I hate that, you know, because that really undercuts what these guys are doing, you know? I, I think, I think the word's bootlegging it. Bootlegging it. Yeah, essentially. So buy from, buy from Seth because he seems like a cool guy all about, you know, giving the, the Saturn community what they want, you know, which is an awesome ODE that's going to like do everything for you, except for and get like, you dressed in the it? morning. I don't <laughs> know to, about that, but yeah, you have I to mean, do that. But yeah, for like, was it a, a hundred bucks or less than a hundred bucks? I mean, it's worth every penny of it. Yeah, actually, because, I mean, you can't even get like a decent Saturday game for a hundred dollars. I want to so. check that. Uh, let's see, Fenris Shop. I linked it here, and we'll go English. Let's see. So, a hundred euros. Oh yeah, taxes included. Taxes included. So I mean, it's like you can't. So this is going to be available tomorrow. You guys got to jump on this if you. Uh, now, I don't know what shipping is going to be. I haven't bought one yet, so I can't speak to that. But anyway, I mean, you know, it's uh might take a while to get to you. I don't know, with, with everything that's going on in the, in the world still. But, you know, it'll be worth it. So anyway, uh, we ought to wrap this segment and, and move on over to the game stream and then unmute everybody so that folks can uh, can get in here and chat with us. Yep. Uh, well, I guess I'll wrap it up. So thank you guys for watching, listening on the podcast. Uh uh, if you like our content, like and subscribe. Uh, if you're on iTunes, yes, give us five stars and reviews. And all reviews are important because they really branch us out and let us and let us uh, get more viewers and get more people into us and understand what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So definitely, if you give us five stars or any rating on iTunes and leave a review, would be great. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then on, on YouTube, of course, like, subscribe, uh, ring the bell, whatever the YouTubers say to get people to like their stuff. Mm -hmm. You know how it goes. So. And be uh, a part. Yeah, you, come be a part of our, our of our. Come be a part of it. Don't just be a lurker, or you don't have to just consume. You can actually join our Discord and get involved in a project if you want, or just like yeah, be be involved in posting and talking. Uh, the discourse is great, and we we would love you guys to just be a part of our Saturn family. Uh, yeah. That's what we want. And, and if you want to become a part of the show, you can always submit articles and stuff. I know uh, we actually have a guest article coming up recently by somebody that. Uh, uh, yes by something important so mm -hmm. I, that's coming up and we have another one that's being written soon so yeah if you want to submit an article you'd like to talk about it let us know we can look over it talk with you about it and get something going okay reach out he wants a he wants a virtual fist bump all right give me a virtual the go. other way the other way <laughs> oh, there you right. go boom right. you go. can't I'm, I'm not gonna if i take down the web page then there we're like go. cut off <laughs> virtual yeah. fist bump that's funny. My, my hand disappeared. Yeah, your hand does it. Well, yeah, if I if I think that if I take away if I take away some of that what's hidden, it'll just go off of your green screen and it'll be like your window yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, my, yeah. yeah, my my arm is missing when I do this. So, see, it's there. Boom. <laughs> All right, yeah. see you guys later. We'll catch later. you on the streaming side.